Hey, welcome to another episode of Invite the Neighbors. This episode I recorded in the green room at the sanctuary where I was playing a show with Art of Conversation. Um, you're going to hear a lot of noise of bands sound checking and us laughing at the fact that bands are sound checking while we're doing a podcast and the fact that we didn't even think about that. and It was really a massive oversight on my part. Um, yeah, but we had a good time. This was like my first at length conversation with these guys and then it's always fun doing this and then immediately going to play a show with the people you interviewed and we had a really great time um hopefully the noise in this is not too distracting and you know based on my interactions with this band we'll definitely have them back on the show in an environment that's more conducive to conversation hot art of conversation hey whatever um but yeah thank you for listening check them out on social media follow the podcast at invite the neighbors pod everywhere and tell your friends tell your friends um check out red velvet i think it's called red velvet am i thinking of blue velvet they have an ep or a record that says something to do with velvet in it and it's good like i've listened to it i just don't remember the title because honestly i'm add and i have a hard time remembering shit like that but i've seen this band live twice played with them twice and want to hit the road with these motherfuckers they're good um i i told them like hey after i saw their set i was like hey do you guys like this call science and christian was like i love it you know what i mean it was just like no one's ever said that i'm like well i have really good taste um but it was so if you're into that you'll definitely like these guys and christian has some fucking stage moves people like if you like stage moves like cougars look out because this this guy brings heat anyways here's the episode Oh, and lastly, um, thanks for listening. Sincerely. Thank you. Around the room. Christian. Christian. Nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet Yo. you. Yo. And then we had met. Yeah, Nolan. Nolan. Nolan, that's right. So, yeah, you guys are all art of conversation. And then you are Adrian. And then Admiana. Yeah, I'm Kat Admiana. Admiana? Fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kill. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What are you even doing here? Anyways, yeah, we. <laughs> I'm like, this is. I've never done this at a gig at a real venue. Like I've I've interviewed one band in a basement before a gig, and we were literally like sitting on the floor. <laughs> so this is like this feels like the real thing mm. almost. We've made yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. We've made it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Do you guys feel like uh, green rooms? are only cool because it's like exclusive but otherwise it would just be like some dingy fucking absolutely room. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> in any other circumstance this room not that great yeah it's cold absolutely it's cold. <laughs> yeah i mean like cold and dark yeah. i don't know like, and, like i was just thinking that like no other circumstance would i be so excited about like <laughs> a crappy couch and a yeah. chair thrifted furniture hell yeah <laughs> yeah but we're at the sanctuary i should say that for the people who listen beautiful to green room at the sanctuary yeah. dude have you guys played here before i haven't played, played here when it was paychecks to have, yeah. oh really yeah. oh that was I remember that. me too actually yeah dude i don't i've never been here before like that. they even cleaned the graffiti in the alley i mean there was a particular <laughs> tag i used to you just come in here and you just be like wow this is this is a true dive bar yeah now i will come into here and i'm just holy shit <laughs> i remember we came in here and 
most of the people were smoking. Yeah. So I was like, damn, I can smoke as many cigarettes. <laughs> I think you could only smoke at the tables or the bar. You couldn't like stand and smoke. Oh, it was, it was like that. Was so right. In the middle of, of the of the floor. And it was so there were some <laughs> some boundaries. Like a, like a fucking Denny's in Ohio before they banned smoking yeah, restaurants. Absolutely. Yeah. Dude, when I was in high school, there's this place in Fenton even called like, it was just a Coney Island, a mega Coney Island, and I didn't even smoke cigarettes, but my friend did. And we'd always just smoke weed in his little orange Cavalier and then just go chain smoke and drink coffee. Because <laughs> we were fucking hipsters. Wanted hipsters, you know? But it was cool, dude. But yeah, um, where are you guys? Are you guys from this area? For the most part, we're kind of scattered uh, across Where do Michigan. you, like, say you're from? Detroit. Detroit, yeah. It's the, yeah. It's the city to go with. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Centerline. Then, yeah, it's like, I saw you guys... Uh, well, obviously, I played the show with you guys when the that Andrea Doria. Yes. I was just like, oh, the kids. Yeah, the kids. <laughs> I like, I fill in with those guys. Like that was my first show. I played with them, and like it was. So you're not like you haven't played with them many times before. Or? No, that was my first time playing okay. live with them. Well, they need a good yeah. father figure in their life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. That that show was so thrown together. Like we, they had it booked, but they didn't even they didn't know what their lineup was gonna be they didn't have a place to practice poppy and i just ran into them uh parker at a coffee shop and like a month before the gig and he was talking to us about it and i was like all right i mean you can practice at my house i'll play with you because i like the loving touch it, it, it just like worked out I'm like what were you guys gonna do with that chance encounter didn't happen <laughs> i feel like that was probably partly our fault because we like we're kind of struggling to get a fourth band uh, or or something, and then we were like listening to the, the single. I can't remember the name, but um, it was really good. Oh, by so we Andrea like, Doria. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so we were like, let's get these guys. Oh, sweet. And yeah. Almost and a big mistake, like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely turned out pretty good. Yeah, it worked, yeah, out. It worked out. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, they yeah. were on like a writing hiatus, or not a hiatus, but they were like took themselves away up north or something like that so we couldn't get in touch with them whatsoever yeah. and we're like are they playing or not <laughs> that seriously is I got like a text from one day he's like yeah we're playing <laughs> thank god Parker's such an artist dude <laughs> I love I, no, I, I can't, really love no, those guys I squashed the beef with them Drew Venmo me five dollars for a new uh, simple sleep so we're good now yeah they don't have a drum set they oh well, yeah they, I remember they, that no they have a drum yeah. set it's just mine yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> okay. Poppy is the drummer in in, in a daydream. Uh, yeah. So like, nice. there's shits at my house. So yeah. What about? Have you guys like uh, played like done touring and shit like that? I'm not aware of like how long you guys have been a band and like pretty fresh. Yeah. Uh, so most of the group right now, uh, Ryan, Ian, and Christian were in the band Doctor Daisy mm. prior to this, and then they were going through like a bit of a refresh rebrand thing. Um, oh okay. Our third one. Change the font. <laughs> yeah, change the font. Yeah. And, yeah. Go on name generator. Can we get a nice <laughs> yeah. What? Can we get a nice Futura instead of a Verdana? Yeah. Can we get Futura Bold? I don't think I don't think that one comes in italics. Yeah. But uh. So we've only been out of conversation since like 
I guess when I joined, like May or something. Oh, really? Yeah, I yeah, because I graduated and then oh, I, yeah, we went to practice. We deleted everything on April Fool's Day of that yeah. Daisy. Yeah. <laughs> the longest was April that Fool's prank. Yeah, but it was yeah. it was planned and then we didn't announce was, the next thing until like a month it was later. Very, <laughs> so it was like half planned. Yeah. yeah. Extended like, prank. Christian like, posted something. He was like, "Well, it's been real." <laughs> like three days straight for like a long time. <laughs> We put up a picture of our, our last drummer and like uh, he was wearing like a wife beater and he had a sledgehammer. And, like was, we put rebranding on it. His name was Brandon. Oh, <laughs> and That's it funny. stayed up as that for so long. <laughs> I think it's time. It's like a screensaver, basically. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. That's funny, dude. But yeah, I mean, you like you like maintain your own like the old connections and like the old like you know venue connects or whatever. So it, even if you have like a new name or whatever, do you feel like there were some people, I mean, obviously probably some people thought you were just a completely different band. Like, was it difficult to kind of like carry the people over from the old stuff or? I think with everything, I mean, the pandemic happened, so. Yeah. It was. It was all online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So like, you know, I feel like people kind of, cause we didn't change the, uh, we didn't like create a new. Oh like, yeah. Like, accounts or anything. Yeah. So I think they're probably over that way. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Hidden Daydream Facebook is has been three different things. And uh, <laughs> I just don't say anything and then yeah. I change the name. Dude, I haven't updated yeah. the boyfriend's Facebook in like a year and a half. Dude, I feel like like all the mommies and daddies don't even know that there's a new record out. Yeah. <laughs> I can slide that in real quick. I don't know how to get Facebook to work for bands. It's it's like the worst interface ever like yeah. like the pages for facebook is oh so God. fucking glitchy yeah. I, I think we gave up yeah <laughs> somebody told me he's just like renaming it it's like meta oh oh yeah, oh, yeah. Is that oh, a real the thing company, the yeah, it is. yeah it is like the if new you, parent company is meta yeah because oh, they own instagram too okay. so like if you go on instagram it'll say sometimes like a, the screen will flash and it'll say like a meta company like what a dick! What a dick! <laughs> yeah. And then the logo's like an infinity sign. Yeah, yeah it's like a fuck. Oh, yeah, I, I, I know. We were just talking about this earlier. Yeah. I heard that they like had some copyright infringement things with the logo and like the <laughs> color, so they had to like shut it down. <laughs> They're probably good. Yeah. I don't know. It's really annoying. I mean, the infinity sign is an original. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking numeric symbol. <laughs> I almost feel like that's beyond even copyrightable, you know? Like, anybody could just... Yeah. I don't fucking know, dude. A Katy Perry situation. Somebody, somebody yeah. can find oh, a way yeah. and also, like, drain Mark Zuckerberg or some of his money. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you guys have... Uh, if you've only been, like, Art of Conversation since May, did you, like, hurry up and get some music out there? Or, like... We started recording... Uh, me, Ian, Ryan, and Brandon, and Tyler actually produced it in our house, and we made the whole thing... Finished it with Tyler Floyd doing vocals, oh, and then sick. I think at that point we were considering changing the name and mm. dropping all of that under. But before that even happened, we dropped we dropped Sunset before. Yeah, right? so, yeah. So that was recorded December December the last EP. Yeah. Last, yeah, the EP, the Velvet EP about. that we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I should probably oh, okay. name it. Uh, that was recorded last December, and then uh, I joined the band. We recorded the single that I ended up writing. Um, put that out like right away that was like a fast process and then we're like we should get that EP out there on yeah. the new name and uh, finish it up and yeah yeah, yeah Tyler's great he uh he mastered our record 
Yeah. Nice. Uh, we like track drums before Poppy was in the band. We track drums at his house, like in, his, in front of his front door. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the foyer has like a high ceiling. His parents are really fucking cool. Like his dad works on amps and shit. His dad's my amp guy, quote unquote. Oh, that's nice. right. His yeah. yeah. reverb is so nice. Yeah. It's so heavy though. Yeah, we were, yeah, dude. We recorded uh, some guitar with him because they, uh, he has that big ass Fender Bandmaster. It, I don't know if he has that at the studio or not, but he has a, he had it in his house when we did it. But yeah, Tyler's the he's the best dude. Have you have you ever listened to his band Parkway in Columbia? Yeah, it's how I met him. Oh really? Yeah. It was... Oh, is that Corktown? Yeah. He was playing with Hala in a touring band. Uh, in I was like, is that? Death Cab for Cutie. Uh, Ben Gibber, like he sounds so much like his yeah. Voice. So I was like yeah, and then the guy with the xylophone, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, that <laughs> shit is dope. Like I played a couple shows with them, and like one was in a basement, and they carrying that giant thing down. Yeah. I'm like, this, this, just this instrument with the way he has like the little pickup situation, and it, that's oh, insane. Yeah. It's way too nice for the basement. Like, it should have a venue change just to accommodate like that thing. Like that thing is just deserves you know what like, place again well this was pat ray's basement oh r.i.p R- R- yeah R- yeah both to the basement and pat ray yep <laughs> really <laughs> breaking news pat ray has left <laughs> no we're gonna edit this out Thanks, this is satire now you're making work this is a satire oh okay yeah you're right this is a satirical podcast <laughs> So like with uh, I used to co-host the podcast, by the way, until Brian put me on hiatus. Well, <laughs> Poppy kind of like created their own hiatus, but Poppy is welcome back at any time, as you can see. Poppy's trying to. You can come over here on this side if you want to. No, I'm all good. I'm comfortable. I got the Totinos up here. I'm about to like, get a little. Yeah, I was reading the advance for the show and it said like start eating them. Go real. Some lunch. some drinks and snacks. Yeah, <laughs> ba- one bag bad. of chips. <laughs> I guess they didn't lie. Yeah, they did not lie. That was how uh, the loving touch was too in that tiny, tiny. Room. Yeah, that's yeah. Their veggie tray. What? There was a veggie tray. Veggie tray. I did not see this veggie tray. Yeah, there was a veggie tray. There was a veggie tray. Yeah, that's right. And there was Lacroix and like yeah. Ooh, Miller highlights. Maybe like twelve Miller highlights. Is that thing the veggie tray? Because there was also one there when I played the Mover Shaker show. There Probably, was also one dude. There. It's probably. And I was like, man, this. I'm about to go to town on this veggie tray right now, and this ate all carrots. <laughs> yeah, it is. Did you just play that the other. Uh, yeah. Recently? Yeah. With. Um, Allie. Yeah, Allie. Allie was there. Uh, yeah. Green Death. Green oh, Death oh my gosh. Okay, real quick for the listeners, I'm going to be humble. This is humble me. This isn't braggadacious me, but I was playing Scented Mover Shaker for their last like little run. Oh. So it was. They asked me to play that show with them. Yeah. I'm not bragging. No. Because Brian's over here like, ooh. No, I thought it was Poppy sweet. talking about himself. Like, <laughs> I'm just joking, dude. Oh, Brian. I'm 30. I was, uh, yeah. We were trying Guilty to as charged. We ended up having to practice, uh, practice, though. I don't know why. What? I missed but, every word you just said. Yeah. So we, were trying to, we were trying to go to that show. Oh, yeah. Oh. We, yeah, we end up having to practice. That show was so funny because yeah. I remember, like, when Greed Death was setting up. And I think it was intentional. But they were playing like really bad chiptune music over the over like the house monitors. And I remember Logan, like I see him just like setting up his guitar and I see him just go over to the mic and he's just like, 
man, can you turn this fucking shit off? <laughs> this is like fucking white belt hot topic music. <laughs> he put on some fucking ACDC. I'm pretty sure he was trashed also. Uh-huh. Um, probably. Yeah. It, I was getting like drunk soapbox vibes a little bit. In a funny way, not in like a terrible way. It was definitely Dude, he like, turns a, into, like, it was definitely a like a bit. when he gets drunk though. I saw him get drunk at the bike group one time and just play pool against his dad. Really? <laughs> yeah, he was like wearing sunglasses indoors too. It was fucking sick. It's <laughs> tight. I felt like I was in a movie as the kids say these days. Yeah. <laughs> kids aren't aware of movies, <laughs> You mean like on streaming? Was there but, a movie on TikTok? Is that what it's talking about? Yeah. Six, six minutes? Oh, I'm not going to watch Dune. It's not on TikTok. <laughs> it's on trailer. I feel like Quibi, is, Quibi was like, what the oh, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That. Is that even Gross. a thing anymore? Like, I don't think no, so. No, they like sold that. all their shit yeah. to Roku, which makes me happy. Oh, it's yeah. like, now I can finally watch the new season of Reno 911. Oh, <laughs> There's a new season of that? Yeah, they did it on Quibi, and it was fucking Years. All the episodes were like 11 minutes long. It was like watching Adult Swim. Oh, God, dude. What a disservice. And it's only on Yeah, the right? show's got like years. Horizontal. Yeah. Oh. You could, yeah. yeah, you could watch it vertically. Right? Oh, was, what the fuck was the point yeah. of that? That was so stupid, dude. Were, like, am I going to just watch this at Planet Fitness while I'm getting <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I never watched, I never downloaded Quibi. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing a lot of famous actors on it. Yeah, they they shelled out. Yeah, they tried to be like, yeah, we're gonna be on the forefront of this new thing, and like it makes sense. Like you know, if it would have panned out, it would have been cool to be on the forefront of that gas. But I don't know. Vine was another one. I never, I never fucking go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Dog, dog, somebody's rumbling, and we got a gig. Yeah, this gig, this gig's gonna be. I can't do this on just a fucking watermelon Red Bull. What about like your guys' old band though? Back to like actual interview questions. Oh, right. like, well, not the old band or whatever, but like before his art of conversation, like before the pandemic and stuff. Did you guys ever really do any touring or like play out of state shows or anything like that? Nothing out of state. We would do like weekend hit Detroit and then Kalamazoo and then Grand oh, Rapids, yeah. that kind of thing. But that yeah. was that was it. It's yeah, the goal. That's definitely the goal right now, though. Yeah, sure. yeah. We're we're trying to do the same type of shit, like next year early yeah. next year type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. trying to figure out like the sweet spot of uh, doing it in advance yeah it's like the best amount of months to do it yeah I think well right now we're booking for uh, a February run and nice. like, but I've also heard that like if you really want to maximize like a good mm-hmm. six months yeah depending on the length of what you're trying to do like if it was for like a week you know, anywhere from like four to six months from now is what I would look at. Yeah. And this is, I, I've never fucking booked a tour. <laughs> like, I'm paying somebody to do it. Like, I couldn't wrap my head around all yeah. that shit. It's yeah. just too much. Yeah, we just struggled to do like three days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, all that was like, like fell into place like, that was like last a month, week. <laughs> that was like a month and a half advance, though. In advance. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that can it be was tight. Tough. But, yeah. Uh, I think we're, yeah, we're planning on doing something for like a week and a half uh, March or April yeah that would be sweet trying to spread out a little bit go down to like Ohio and Chicago and yeah yeah that's some different cities New York perhaps um, just a sec I wanna like yeah speak up <laughs> yeah I think it's fine I can hear it everything some ASMR right into the mic <laughs> <laughs> are you guys working on any like any new music and stuff yeah, we definitely got a single coming out soon. We'd have to record it, figure out exactly where we'd like to do it. Mm-hmm. 
the spell goes to U of M, so we're, oh, okay. we're able to use all their facilities. Oh, that's fucking rad. Yeah. Blue. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I strongly regret not going to school for that cuz like I uh I went to U of M too and I but I got a psychology degree which was fucking stupid. You I mean, idiot. Yeah, it, I mean it was it I you and me had those arts degrees. I know. It was so dumb, dude. Like I I straight up I when I was 18, I was a fucking space cadet. Like cuz I was looking at programs and stuff and I didn't even realize that they had an audio engineering. And I probably uh, just looked right past it. probably was named something that I didn't... Yeah. It was so dumb. That's but. Almost the same thing happened with me. I went to Western. I only went to Western because they had free applications because their football team were undefeated. So I just applied <laughs> and I got in. Uh, but I went as a business major because I didn't know like the programs or anything. And yeah. I actually met Ian through a mutual or a friend who got randomly assigned roommates. Oh, and, uh, he's that's like, sweet. I'm in a music program. I'm like, that makes way more sense. Yeah. <laughs> I should do that. Instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking sweet, man. Do you feel like, uh, like, produce is, do you want to continue to produce your own stuff? Or do you, like, because there is the argument to be made that, like, having, like, outside ears can be, a, like, a beneficial thing, too. But, I mean, everybody's different. It, it could work for you guys. But, like, have you given the thought to, like, working outside the band at all? I think we definitely want outside influence. Um, stuff like singles, yeah, maybe at least partially do it on our own because I, I got a recording degree, so yeah. like, I have like a decent bit of knowledge, and Nolan's also had some studies as well. So yeah, we feel fairly confident. We we did our own single, the Sunset of Our Mind single. We did all our on our own. Yeah, um, but for bigger projects, EPs and eventually albums, I wouldn't be surprised if we want like a dedicated engineer or something, so we yeah. can just focus strictly on music. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. or even like. Um, having like you guys having like the engineering knowledge but like having like somebody being like a producer in, in the sense of right. like creating like cohesion among like helping you like have yeah. that outside person who can say like you know sees the shape of a record differently than, than you guys might or something yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah fucking whiplash out there it's probably quieter if we shut the other door Oh like yeah, the second door. Oh Rushing yeah. Are you rushing or are you dragging? Are you rushing or are you dragging? <laughs> oh, it is closed. Yeah. Oh, there's both doors. Door? Second one. Yeah. Does yeah. not sound like this. Straight up, straight up is whiplash though. <laughs> I was about to start scatting over that. So. I mean, uh, there's no outside door. Oh, so oh <laughs> just go stand in the doorway. Yeah. Just block yeah. some of the. Matrix energy lives. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah, well, at least this proves to the listeners that we're at an actual game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're not just trying Too to be cool. Like, we're in the, the beautiful green room. The yeah. stunning green room. <laughs> it is stunning, dude. Like heated floors. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bougie bathroom. Bare skin rug. <laughs> it's probably like 60 degrees in here. Hell yeah. I think it's, I think it's they have cold in there. <laughs> no, there's a space heater. Yeah, good. I got that little guy. <laughs> Get that There's little a spider dude. Coming out. What's up, dude? <laughs> I was just gonna check you guys in, but I don't want to bother. Oh, you're good. Thanks, bud. Okay. What you were saying with VIPs, the, actually. The uh, whole outside perspective. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After working with doing vocals with Floyd to finish up the EP, it was so nice having someone. Like, you should try this here. Let's, let's try that again. Yeah. That kind of thing. And just hitting stop, ready to go. All right, let's run this. Yeah. It was. I would love to have that producer in another EP or a record. Yeah. I'd love to have. Him. Yeah. 
it's yeah i think it's it's definitely cool and it depends on like how you operate because i'm somebody like it would be interesting for me to like work with somebody because like when i work with tyler for instance like i had more of like a production role but i don't know how to engineer shit but i am like good at the the other stuff like but basically everything you just described yeah. that's like kind of like my thing that's why i think our band is what it is, is because of the way i kind of like see stuff i'm not like a virtuoso on the guitar or anything like not even close but like seeing song structures and things like that but I, i'm curious like you guys who like actually work have like knowledge in this sort of industry like <laughs> yeah. people are gonna love this but like is there and this is just like a personally just like selfish asking for myself question but is there like a a role or is there a niche for people such as myself who like just want to produce but not like fuck with the knobs and definitely if you get high enough um, producer is a job like yeah you can be yeah. you just have to get so I'd so have to get some cloud first and like yeah yeah. I mean nowadays everyone has to be like a jack of all trades yeah that's kind of the way everything's been going so knowing at least a baseline of engineering like yeah start stop you know like yeah you can like record <laughs> space um, bar yeah exactly fine, <laughs> fine demo yeah you're, you're, yeah you're but, yeah but I mean well, that kind of takes me to another question. But thank you for that because I, I'm not gonna like turn this into like a job interview. <laughs> but uh, help me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what? Is, what? Because you guys have, I mean, a pretty tight sound, and you have, you know, you're just a five piece, right? Yeah. Okay. But still, five people. It's so. I mean, it's hard enough to get like three people on the same page playing music together and stuff. I'm curious, like, what is your guys's? process for songwriting is it fully collaborative or do you have like a songwriter that kind of brings you to the band or like how do you guys do it as such a large group yeah um (laughs) so the ep was mostly written by christian and then we kind of brought our parts in Uh, but i think we're trying to move towards more of a collective writing experience yeah because we all have you know slight differences in taste um that come together in a really yeah, like pleasing way. A handful of us, most of us, have personal music projects, so we're all like uh, already writers in some way. Yeah. Um, so it is definitely interesting to try and get our minds to work together. Like that. Yeah, that's that's it's fun weird. too. We're really open. Um, yeah. And communicative, and like that's what makes it possible. I feel like. Well, that's because it's just like we can say things to each other about like trying different things, um, and not be feel you know attacked. Yeah, yeah. It's so open. it's so easy to feel attacked when you're playing. You know, you're being like emotionally open by playing music. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I've said before, like you have to be kind of like friends with the people that you're in a band with. Like if you're really gonna be serious and be collaborative. Like I was in a band, like, the first real band that I was in. Uh, I ended up joining these two guys who like posted on Craigslist. It was like their band. Then I came in, and I'm so much the type that like. I'm a writer and I'm like, you know, I like to, I'm not passive when it comes to like being a part of something, you know, and I would try to put ideas forth and maybe I was a little, I don't want to say abrasive, but I was like, I really think this is a good idea, you know, part of your vision. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like us currently, like Poppy has, is like the, the front person of their band and then our, our, uh, 
guitarist, synth player Jake is the front man of his band, and then like Adrian does shit on the side too. So like we all, it actually is kind of nice because like me being like the the main songwriter, it's not like these guys are like fighting for creative control. You know what I mean? Because they all have like their own thing. Speak for yourself, bud. Yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> but no, but the thing is like. What like the record that we're putting out? Like I wrote the whole thing, but that was before any of these guys were in the band. Right. It was yeah. just me. I literally used the record to recruit these guys. Yeah. So now, like moving forward, the new stuff we're writing is is you know it's still based on my ideas, but it becomes a full thing because of them. I'm not like writing the entire thing anymore, which was scary at first. <laughs> but I mean, they're good. You guys are good. Yeah. And like raise it up and the person writing the song, the person that started to write the song is a friend to everybody, so they're like respectful of yeah. everybody else's influences and yeah. and uh, what they want to impart on like their vision. Yeah. If, yeah. You know, if you're not going like to take it all around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do it all yourself and then just get another band to back yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like afraid of at first, is like I didn't want to like find people that were just a backing band. Right. Just because, like, you know, some people would naturally not want to join a project where it's like they had no part in writing it. You sure. Know? And, but I was, I tried to give them the sales pitch, like, hey, dude, you know, moving forward, you know, let's fucking do something together. Like, I, I mean, some people thrive having, like, being, like, the sole person and then having a backing band. But I think it's way more fun to have a, a band of people that, like, we're all on the same level yeah. you know yeah, totally. we're equals you know we're not like just because i'm like the lead singer of the thing i don't want it i don't feel comfortable being like the guy yeah you know man of everything it's yeah. not the fun. face yeah. i think when it comes to like having multiple, multiple projects, like, yeah let's check that <laughs> other than maybe death star but death star is more nostalgic to me i guess not the name of the uh, Brian, I don't. It's, it's self-titled. Yeah, but the cool kids call it Death Star. It's self-titled, Brian. Yeah, the cool kids call it Death Star. <laughs> I like how, like, the people listening to this are yeah. just going to hear, like, a the cool song starting, yeah. and then it cuts, and then immediately I'm just going, yeah, it's yeah, Death it's, Star. We're doing it live. Yeah, we're doing it live, dude. <laughs> what were we talking about, though? I literally Something about, oh. Yeah. From, yeah. Um, uh, from man, like writing, oh, writing yeah. role in the band. People, yeah, like, and we, yeah. Like, the last thing we talked about was, like, hierarchy. And, and bands yeah. like trying to like get rid of that more. Yeah. So rank your guys' band one to five. Not sure. <laughs> the lowest member is. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all know. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> looks at each other. <laughs> Everyone knows who it is. All right, I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you? I've been asking this question lately. Now that like shows are starting to happen more, but like, do you guys have like a? I mean, obviously this isn't it, but do you have like a pre-show ritual or just like? shit you like prefer to do before a show because i always get like super nervous i get the nervous like anxious energy <laughs> crazy i i used to get it all the time like in that loving touch show i did i didn't have it which is like it's our release show and everything i was like this is weird i don't like that i don't have this yeah and i think it was just i was more nervous about other things like thinking about the whole big picture and yeah like, i couldn't have like that self freak out for some reason yeah. But, yeah, I, uh, I'll go 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Raw eggs. Raw steak. Yeah, I'm walking off, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like... I don't know. I, I think... I'm trying to develop, like, a pre-show thing that I do to, like, give my... It sounds OCD, but I'm not OCD, but it would sound like... Kind of sounds like that, but it would be nice to just like do the same thing. I'll be the arbiter on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So tell me, does it? Do you think it makes sense to say like, you know, an hour before I go on, just like be doing the same thing every time I play, and then that creating like a sense of like peace, like yeah, yeah you're doing routines are, that like calm yeah, you down. Sure. Yeah. Brains like repetition. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think it's cool. Yeah. We we've all. It's, it's hard to like you know get in your space and. We're like traveling all over all the time, playing different places, different people. Yeah. It's just important to have something that you can like anchor yourself with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's, you know, definitely the thing. And I, I've said this before too, like when when you have like a big show, like you guys like had the release show or whatever, like I feel that other people on the outside looking in would view it as like you're throwing them a party, which in a sense you are. But the difference is like if you were just throwing a party at your house, like it's cool and normal for everyone to come up to you beforehand and just like talk and like you know mingle because that's where you are but like playing a show is a completely different thing where it's like you know especially if you have like family that never seen you live they want to come up and like hey how's it going they yeah, want to mingle and all that shit totally. and it's kind of weird to be like hey uh I need you to have <laughs> I'm sorry but I need to pretend that you don't exist right yeah now. yeah I got super nervous I like nobody else did but I got like very nervous for that loving touch show Oh really? I had a yerba mate. <laughs> oh dude! <laughs> <laughs> on your... I love that sentence. Shut it down. You know, I had a yerba mate. I had a yerba mate like very like for breakfast. Oh <laughs> yeah. Just stuck with me all day long. And afterwards, I was talking to my girlfriend. I was like, I like need to. First of all, not do that again. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, like probably set some like some plan in action for the show to like. Like get my mind right. Yeah, right, I need to yeah. ask real quick. What yeah. the fuck is yerba? Yerba? It's like this, like South American or something like that. It's like a, it's like a tea, but it's really. Uh, I I've drank it a lot. Yeah, and I think it's it's just a milder but more smoother caffeine type of feeling. Okay, and it, it like comes on more drawn out. Like you're supposed to drink it over a long period of time. I yeah, think. Yes, it's, it's not yeah. supposed to be drank like. Yeah. Within thirty minutes, like. Yeah, because oh, it is stronger, but it's also like it has. I feel uh, like bouncing off the wall. It's got like 120 milligrams in it. Yeah, like, oh. but there's there's something different I about it. Like 180. Yeah. I felt weird. <laughs> I do not like it. Yeah, yeah. There's like some people say it's even like a high, which I don't think it is. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, all right, hey, I'm really happy for you. You've never done any drugs. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a little lady off this yerba right yeah. now. Yeah, maybe if we yeah, get it like that. straight from the forest or something. Yeah, but, like definitely not from the Kroger. No, <laughs> no. And when I was living in Ann Arbor, like there's this like uh, Spanish food store that I would go there and get like the legit yerba from from like South America. They have a whole Yerba section. Yeah. I know the place. Oh, the one over on uh, like Maple or something. I can't remember where it is. You know, yeah, over on the west side. No, it's not Plum. You're not going to the market. <laughs> no, it's, it's on the west side over off of yeah. the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. I used to go there a lot and I was the Yerba guy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was that You're guy. You were that guy. Oh, man, I still have some of my house. still are <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, I haven't in a different way. It's just kind of a pain in the ass, though. Like the preparation of it stuff, it's so much easier to just turn the coffee pot on. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I watch YouTube videos of like yerba preparation, and there's these guys that take it so seriously. They're like, "You're gonna want to same with coffee, though." Yeah, true. Very true. I guess I have never watched like coffee preparation videos, but I'd probably find the same thing. People get so anal. I mean, but I mean, if it makes you happy, then I yeah, I actually love it. I actually love when people are like super passionate about. Yeah, it's so hard to be fucking happy. <laughs> yeah. It straight up, straight up this dude. <laughs> that's like the most real shit. <laughs> like that records are written on that theme. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's the new in a daydream album title. It's so fucking hard to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> I actually wrote a lyric that said that one. Like it's fucking hard to when be happy. When you make your uh, yeah. pivot to emo trap. Oh my god, dude. If people don't know Sound that it's like coming. Phase up in here. It's coming though, dude. It's coming. <laughs> but uh fuck. Oh yeah. Oh, another thing I want to comment on, you guys have really good harmonies live. And, like your vocal harmonies and shit. That was one thing that stood out. A lot of bands don't put in the effort. See that's the marker of a good band if they can pull off harmonies live. Yeah. yeah. Good job, y'all. Like we have harmonies, but we're not there yet. Like you guys like have set practices for that like where you're not like playing you're like just working on the harmonies we haven't really it's a good idea so you're just i literally had that thought today though when we were practicing i'm like we should practice harmonies because like like we can get it in our heads of like what we're supposed to do but we never like sit down and hear it yeah just harmony so that's always over like uh, five instruments five instruments in a basement or in a practice room just yeah yeah blasting them you watch the eagles do like they're just four part acapella yeah. harmony yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a free show ritual right there yeah there <laughs> you go oh my god there's a video of them like five piece harmony like to a T yeah no like mm-hmm. they've been doing it for years obviously but well yeah cause they also had fucking like Don Henley and Joel Walsh in the same band and then I can't remember the other guy who sings for the Eagles Glenn Fry. yeah yeah dude I didn't I thought it was Don Henley for until maybe two years ago that did everything <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah I fucking love the Eagles though. I'm gonna have to go watch that yeah. documentary yeah the, their documentary is unbelievable it's four hours long though. oh yeah <laughs> yeah it's like More that two parter <laughs> yeah I've, I've I've seen like the first hour and then I had to leave for some reason whatever another good one uh Beach Boys <laughs> yeah I had to leave I don't know what I was dude, doing dude, dude. dude Daydream is kind of like Hotel California when you think no. <laughs> but there's this uh, Beach Boys documentary about the making of Pet Sounds, and that is fucking good. I can imagine. I can't like Brian. What is it? Brian Wilson. Yeah. 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 Brian Wilson was such uh, a perfectionist. Yeah. <laughs> to put like, it like nicely. To the point of like yeah. uh, like mental health. Yeah. He kind of reminds me of like Kanye West a little bit. Like I could see. Other, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that just like visionary genius who's like maybe really abrasive in the studio, but like everybody just did what he said and pet sounds came out of it right so it's like oh all right i guess it makes sense that we'll just do what this guy says but yeah. <laughs> just send your band off on tour too and be like i'm gonna stay back i'm gonna write this yeah you're gonna come back and then... that's fucking rad that's such a power move like you can tell like he, he's in it for just the love of of the actual music to not even go on tour yeah. while his band is yeah. touring he just wants to be in the studio I think he is quote is attributed to him as one of my favorites. I was like his favorite instrument is the recording studio because <laughs> there's a lot of 
there's a lot to that mm, totally. you know like that's nice no, i was saying before you can be really good at like guitar or your instrument but you could not write good songs absolutely yeah <laughs> you know you or gotta you, practice every element you know yeah like songwriting is a different thing totally. yeah that's something i think um i think it's cool that you guys are open to like working with tyler or working with other people too because yeah. like it's just i don't know i think more bands should do that type of thing and I, there was like this thing going on and i don't know if it's still happening i hope it's over but like the garage recording type sound that was like really popular for like like the diy thing i'm like i get the like the ethos of it i guess but i much prefer like having it sound good <laughs> you know yeah. There's a Duran Jones in the Indications yeah, absolutely. album, their debut record. Recorded in their recorded basement, in the basement, like a basement like this, basically, and they, he sang with a American Idol microphone. <laughs> oh my god. It's, it's so, it's still raw, but it sounds so clean and crispy. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that there's something to the idea that with recording, getting different sounds, there's no... And this is kind of a pretentious thing to say, but there's no bad sounds. It just sounds out of context. Yeah, yeah so like absolutely. you know, I think you know, Vampire Weekend's a good example of that, where they'll take like a piano that was recorded on a phone memo and then mix it with like this lush electronic drum sounds sound. Sounds good too. And it sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I don't know shit about that, how to do that necessarily. I know. I listen to them and I'm like. If only I could do that. <laughs> yeah. That's great. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of like gives you hope because it's like they literally did record some shit with like a phone. Absolutely. And they made it sound good somehow. I mean, so it's doable. It's worth trying. Or like Billie Eilish even, like that. Oh, part. yeah. Like they oh. did that shit in like a bedroom. Incredible. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite albums. It's rec- so good. They recorded like the Australian, uh, it's like a street light or something. But you hit the button, it's like, and that's the drums for their bad guy song. That's it's literally like something on the street. And they just took that and moved it. <laughs> and then he used like a matchbook for a snare or something. Yeah. In a bathroom. That's fucking really cool. That guy's in. It's all about the sound. I know. It's like Billie Eilish's name is everywhere, but Phineas. I'm not saying Billie Eilish does nothing. I mean, uh, right, right, right. It's very collaborative. Yeah. Yeah. But dang, both of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Good music. And that was like one of those things where like I even wanted to hate them at first. Right. No. Exactly. Exactly. But then you keep listening. You're like, fuck. This album is so good. Yeah. And then, like, admittedly, I just realized, like, I was just jealous. Because, like, she's <laughs> fucking, like, 18. I know, though. right? Yeah. Just, when, when they drop that, Crushing absolutely. Crushing it. Right. Yeah. What the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, she's got to pass my radar. Yeah, dude. Exactly, dude. Let's see what you got, Billy. Right. Okay. Just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, loads into the sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Literally years later, yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck, dude. Yeah, the field recording thing is, is something I'm really interested in. Mm. There's, like, a lot of albums that have done that that I like. Um, I think, I'm not sure, but I think Crumb. You know Crumb? Yeah! Dude, yeah. I'm, I'm probably gonna go listen to them, like, on my way home, because I forgot about them. They're so good, yeah, dude. They, so good. I think they put on a new album this year. Uh, Ice Melt. Oh, it's, like, shit. One of, the fav- one, one of my favorite albums I've listened to this year. And Damn. then, um, Sure, by Fleet Foxes. Or no, it was uh, Crack Up that used a lot of field recordings. Yeah, he did. Yeah, a lot of um, phone memo and stuff was in there. Of him, like, walking up stairwells and, like, <laughs> running. Yeah. yeah. Was it Crack Up that he had the school choir on and his he, song? Yeah, he had a phone recording of, a, like, a children's choir singing one of the songs from their first LP. 
That's mm, I don't know. That guy, Robert Pecknold, is like one of his favorite musicians is uh, Brian Wilson. Oh, okay. yeah. I think probably his favorite musician. Yeah, like, yeah. Up on Brian Wilson, so he's like got that. Yeah. That like genius arrangement. That thing genius. Thing, yeah. You know? That genius thing. So he's yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. How to say it, but no, I totally like, get that. Like. He understands every aspect of music, I think. Yeah. It's a good way of saying it. Yeah. Like, he knows arrangement, playing skills, recording, and he works with people he knows knows their shit, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's like putting the pieces together is such a tall task, but he's one of those people that can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, big fans. Yeah, that shit is like, it's so inspiring and also so intimidating. Because, like, I, you know, I, I want to aspire to that, mm-hmm. but also it's like, God, there's so much to learn yeah all you have to do is aspire to it yeah that's that's all i've been telling myself lately i'm just like sitting on my couch thinking about so many things and i'm like about to burst out of my skin (laughs) yeah i want to go tour i want to like record so much shit yes to like meet new bands you know Mm. sell make money you know yeah and Mm. i mean that's that's real shit dude because the entire pandemic or even before that like when i was making the record like it's finally coming out next month but be- like this entire last two years have just been what you said like thinking of all the things that i want to do and all the things that need to be done but i found that like now i'm actually i, I say i found but, like i literally i just kind of realized that like all the little things you do when you're like super stressed and like but you might only yes. do a couple things in a day or even in a week but now it's like actually happening and then you look back and think like oh i actually did that 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 and i'm so much further than where i was i didn't need to stress the entire time mm-hmm. you know <laughs> it's so easy to like lose yourself in the it stress, is so. yeah I get, I get really stressed out and, uh, <laughs> yeah dude i i feel you and it, I, you don't need to you know right you can yeah. do everything you need to do just like chill yeah but it's it's like you feel like you're doing more by stressing out or something. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not really making progress or like doing the best you can unless you're like. Right. Or if like there's a show coming up that like I'm trying to get on, if I don't get on it, I'm like, well, fuck it, I'm never getting on a good show. Yeah. yeah. It's like every, it. every bill that comes, you know, it's like, oh, you hear about it and you want to get on it. Or like I'll be be completely honest, like being in a band with like with Poppy, who's um has their own band that you know is pretty much at the same level like getting out of shows like i'll be jealous of them like getting on a show that i'm like oh, why aren't we on it why are you on it you know and it's just like it's difficult to manage that sometimes but but you know there's so many shows going on there's there's always more and there's yeah, you know i but, find supporting other people is the best cure to that stuff. yeah yeah just like actually being happy for other people and it'll come back to you yeah that's what I felt like when Poppy played that Mover Shaker show. Like, yeah, I'd be lying if I said part of me wasn't like really jealous and was almost like uh, was nervous about going, thinking like, am I going to be so overcome with like jealousy and, and like I'm missing out on this? But like, actually getting there and doing it was so much fun, you know. And it was, it was, it was. I'm so glad I went because it was so fun to like see my friend like killing it on stage, like living, you know, the, the dream essentially, you know. And forgetting I was 30 and it was crowd surfing and shit. <laughs> That's awesome. It was like a moment out of a movie. Like I was crowd surfing and then Poppy and I like locked eyes and I'm like, you. <laughs> <laughs> that was sweet. Um, where, where are they from? Uh, they what's that? From here? 
Poppy? Uh, Mover Shaker? Mover Shaker. They're from kind of, I think Detroit. I don't, but they, a couple of their members live in uh, Minnesota now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's why they're breaking up. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, one of their members got signed to Counterintuitive for their solo project. So I think that, you know, they just feel like parting was the right. I mean, this is all secondhand information. Right. You know, it was it was weird seeing like people who are I think either the same age as me or as younger than me like call it quits after like seven years and meanwhile I'm releasing my first record <laughs> like in a month. I was like, that's a thing. You know, it's just it's just your just amount of time and yeah, you know, comparing yourself to others doesn't fucking help. No, no. Dude. period. Yeah, it's the worst. That's <laughs> another huge thing. Like looking at other bands that are you know playing both houses. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. That you've like been kind of growing with. Yeah. You're yeah, like watching the Doozers just get that when we were they were still eighteen years old. I'm like, jeez, lucky little shits. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you're so happy for them because we've got like grow up like watch those kids grow up and now they're playing their songs are in the X games and shit like that. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Was, yeah they, incredible. Yeah, they they do very well. That's pretty sick. Yeah. It's, it's awesome to see that. And we went and saw Michigander last the other day and oh, the that was just pure joy to, for him like that yeah. was, was like a, that's one I'm super jealous of fucking Manchester <laughs> Orchestra tour unboxing yeah. too oh I'm like I yeah. fucking hate you dude and he just wrote a song with uh, Andy Hall really he went to his place in Atlanta and like, wrote a song with him that's fucking rad <laughs> it's, it's amazing yeah that makes me really unhappy no <laughs> <laughs> no but like no. You, you guys are right though like being supportive and being happy for people is the way to go because at the end of the day like no one's success prohibits yours mm-hmm. you know like it's it's just a much better way to live to just be like oh that's awesome like that's yeah. something I want to do and like I can do that and it be it's better if everybody is successful that you're friends with you know it's just more fun it's you know I'm starting to see that now now that I'm getting a few flowers thrown my way and I know that's like petty or what you know maybe immature but like now that I'm being recognized. It's a lot easier, and it's just—I think that's just human nature, though. Like you start getting recognized, I agree. you know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot easier. You know, praise. We need attention. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> so if you go without it for a long time, you crave it. Look yeah. at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Speaking um, of getting on shows, uh, we got a little bit of a pipe dream of our own. Uh, oh yeah! I, I feel my, like that's what you wanted my, to say. Really. No, it wasn't. But <laughs> I, I, my dream is to just open for Bristol, man. Maroney. Yeah. Uh, oh. He's he's one of my heroes, and uh, I, like a lot of the EP we just did, a lot of that was like inspired by his writing and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna work my way into his uh, loving touch show for sure. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you time it right and if you come about it the right way. You can you can just email people and sometimes it works. He responds to all my Instagram messages. Really? Yeah. And I don't push. <laughs> There's like, a toe in the door. Every once in a while, yeah. a like, toe in the door. I'll like message one of his stories. Like, it'll be him and his girlfriend, like Dream Team. Just, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll say, I'll say something back, just like funny and sweet. And I was like, yes. That's sweet though. I feel it's like. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like. I don't know. Maybe maybe this will change, but I feel like if I were to reach a, like a level of success where people, I was inspiring people like that, I would have so much fun talking to them. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't... I mean, I understand everybody's different, and then there's some people that would probably never respond to anybody, and that's their thing, but I don't... I can't, like, wrap my mind around that type of being, you know? Like, I think it'd be so cool to, like, hear 
from people and like converse with them and stuff. Especially on like Instagram stuff because I don't think I would be the type to do that at a show because like we talked about before, yeah. too much of a nervous wreck. Like, <laughs> it'd be great to throw someone a bone. Yeah, like, absolutely, and to keep doing it, it feel awesome too. Yeah, to watch how happy that can make them. Yeah, dude. Like for real. Like I think, uh, you know, it's it's not so bad in Michigan. I, from my experience, but you, you know, you've definitely heard of like clickiness, and you know, like bands constantly putting each other on, but like no, nobody else, and it just becomes like the the same show. And, you know, like I said, I don't think it's that bad in Michigan, but I'm really hope, looking forward to like. That's one of the things I'm looking forward to most about like getting successful is doing that type of thing mm-hmm. for people that you know are good people and deserve it, but might not have like the, the resources at the time. It's so easy to do. Like, if once you reach a certain point, it's so easy to just help someone out like that. And I don't think you see enough of that. And I don't know that anybody's necessarily at fault, but it'd be nice to, for more people to, like, have that type of thinking, you know? I know, dude. <laughs> Briston, if you hear this. Yeah. <laughs> now that you think we're nice, Briston. Yeah. Just got to put it out there, you know? But yeah, I think I think we'll about wrap it up though. Yeah, yeah. go mingle for a while and shit. This is great. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, like whenever you guys actually like are putting out something new, like you know, we'll have you over the house or something. We can do you know. I like to have bands back. Are you gonna have live drums in the next room or? Yeah, just in the basement. I'll make (laughs) sure that someone's there. (laughs) Keep the same energy. But uh, yeah, uh, just like plug your whatever music you have and like where people can find you online and that shit. Uh, we're on uh, all the streaming services as our conversation. Got the European single on there. And on Instagram as underscore our conversation. <laughs> dope. Dope. And check them out on Quibi. And there's the episode, guys. Thank you for listening once again. Make sure you follow the podcast on all platforms at Invite the Neighbors Pod. Tell your friends share the episode in your instagram story it really helps honestly it really helps if you believe in supporting platforms that try to support smaller artists uh, this podcast does that so do your civic duty for the music scene and, and share this motherfucker um thanks for listening check us out new episodes almost every week thank you very much have a good one